Hello and welcome to the Chattico podcast where we break down and review movies, TV shows if you have the time, video games if we've done ones we need to talk about, uh, and you know, occasionally talk random crap. Uh, I'm your host, Drinking Thomas Shoes. I'm joined by the lovely Hayden, aka Lickler. Uh, and today we're continuing on with our last of our kid uh, friendly movies mm-hmm. uh, before we go into a month long horror binge. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously, last week we covered uh, Mighty Morphin Parents, the movie, the 1995 released uh, Parents' film. And today we're going to be covering, it's not a sequel, Turbo, a Parents' movie, released in 1997. Um, this one, unlike its predecessor, is actually linked to the TV show, because mm. it's basically the pilot for Turbo. Mm. Uh, it sets... Between the ending of Zio and obviously the beginning of the Turbo series. Uh, which is why they're still technically up to a point. Zio Rangers, as proved by Cat. And she tries to Zio morph and then hits water and gets cancelled out. Does that make sense? I don't know, maybe it's because it got, like, it got interrupted because it wasn't finished. Mm. I don't know. Maybe water fucks with it. Maybe because she's a cat. And then, meow! I, I just assumed she did it to save herself and move it back. Mm, yeah, well, when you just stay in suit. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, obviously, this movie follows the Zeo Rangers as they basically are preparing for a martial arts tournament to save the uh, like this building. A building. Building. The shelter, I think they keep referring to it as. Mm. I'm, I'm thinking that's where the kids stay. Uh, it may be like a youth place. Oh, I'm guessing that, you know, orphan. Mm. Who said you see his dad? Him? You see his dad or you, see, you at least see... They're making it out to seem like there's an orphan, like... You see some sort of parental thing. Like Someone... Reasoning oh. in space when he comes back. He comes back for one episode of In Space. Oh, no. Where the, like, he goes into space with his car. Makes sense. So he's got some sort of... Unless it's basically ad- adopted. As I can't remember, it's been a long time since I watched these mm. ones. Cause... They're making it seem like that the one that got knocked out was the only family he had. Oh, Rocky. Yeah. Poor old Rocky. Comes in to replace Jason. Gets replaced by a little kid. Because plot reasons. You got. You got to get. You got to uh, make a. You know, kids think they can be heroes. Yeah, the in. The word was, that's what I was trying to think of. There's a natural they're thing I was trying like, to think of. Ah, uh, they're like. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember where they are. The cat that they can put themselves in. Yeah. Basically. Basically, and I that's just him. Mm. Uh, obviously, as well as trying to prepare for this martial arts tournament to earn some money. Uh, they're also obviously having to deal with uh, Willow. I mean, Marigo. Willow too. Having to deal with Marigo, who's basically Willow. Because he's a wizard and he's tiny. A little was a dwarf. Hairy dwarf. Basically with A little hairy dwarf with his wife and a little hairy dwarf yeah, with his baby. <laughs> they're trying to deal with him because uh, the evil diva tox is after him. Trying to, un- trying to unlock... Uh, the island where her hubby, a soon-to-be hubby, is going to be. 
Uh, so yeah, and obviously this is their journey from becoming Zeo Rangers into becoming Turbo Rangers. And there's a lot less action than the last one. Yes, it's definitely still dragged. There's a lot less than... It definitely reminds me of the new movie that it chooses certain moments to do it. So it has like mm. the fight scene in the middle of the movie and it has a fight scene at the end of the movie before a Zord fight. Anything before is not really present. Mm. Again, as I say, like the new movie. Uh, whereas the 90, obviously 95 movie was trying to obviously constantly, yeah, they want to start middle and end. I think because that obviously introduced in the new gimmick just cars. Boom, boom. Yeah, because this is uh, adapting Bark, which one is it? No. It's gone from my head. I can't figure out what it's called off the top of my head. Oh, fuck off. Give me a sec. I'm definitely... I, I can't remember what the Switch it's called off the top of my noggin. Car Ranger or something like that. Wow. If it is, will you laugh? <laughs> That are quite correct, and it's like a really dumb name. I'll do it for you. Turbo. Uh, turbo adapts. Come on. Car Ranger. Car Ranger. It adapts uh, Gekish So Sentai Car Ranger. I was right. I thought I was right. I thought it was like a really dumb. obvious one. Obviously, yeah, it's adapting that and. I actually like the fact that they've done the pilot as a movie rather than within the show. Yeah, that makes sense. That's actually quite interesting and a decent idea. Because mm. obviously they could have just done it as an episode or two, like they mm. usually do. So they usually do like a two-part episode at the start of each series. But instead, I like the fact they adapted the movie and then did like an ep- I think they did like a two-part just like recapping some of it and obviously mm. catching everyone up if they didn't see it. It's like, oh yeah, we know this because of this. So I did like that and obviously this is obviously our first introduction then into the world of Turbo, mm. which is say is cars rather than dinosaurs, which is the original series, or basically like Egyptian themed like the second series. Because okay. Zia was very Egyptian themed mm. in terms of the Zords, like the Sphinx and uh, it's like a mixture because obviously one was like a tour, like a bull. Mm. It's like a mixture of like stuff, but Not, more of a monitor might have been. Mm. So it's like a myth at all with that. Yeah, I, I definitely remember the Sphinx sword. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's obviously this is our first introduction into this new world, and. Obviously, this is our first introduction to the new character and fully new characters, if you never got to see. Mm. Oh, well, Cat came into it in Mighty Morphin, so obviously you had the entirety of that. And obviously, um, Tanya, obviously who replaced Aisha, came into it at the end of Mighty Morphin, mm. at the beginning of Turbo, I mean, Zio. So this is more of a just an introduction movie. Obviously, the replacement for the now broken-necked Rocky. Mm. Who can I say? Like, how the fuck did he miss that guy's hand and somehow jump all the way over the the rope? Like, he jumped up, c- completely missed it, and somehow managed to fly over the rope, 
to the right of him, but he was nowhere near it. Plot. Plot, that was it. That's that's the reasoning. I knew it was something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, again, just like Mighty Morphin, Turbo wasn't a big one for me. Like, a lot of the original ones weren't massive, but mm. you know, I still watched them. Because obviously Turbo was the one then where Tommy finally went out of it. Obviously him, Kat, Adam, um, Tanya, and... Yeah, obviously Rocky's already gone out of it, so I can't really count that. Mm. And obviously, Kat, oh, basically all of them, apart from Justin, okay, well. they all went out of it about halfway through, just over. Oh, well, Justin stays on then? He stays on to finish the series. The rest mm. of them went out of it and obviously got replaced with TJ, Carlos, um, Cassie, and... PJ and Duncan. Yeah, sure, PJ and Duncan. No, um... I yeah. can't remember the, the, the bikers. Like them. It's Cat. Is Cassie the Asian one, or is she? I can't remember. I'm missing one, but basically they all get replaced in like a big episode of a new team, which mm. is why, if you remember the Wild Force big crossover with the Red Rangers, yeah. why there's a different uh, guy is the Turbo one. He was the bald guy. Mm. That guy obviously was the one who replaced Tommy. Um, so that was this is the the beginning of the end of a lot of the OG ones because mm. yes we've only got two OG ones left really well three if you can <clears throat> cat so this is their way last big hurrah mm. before the series begins <clears throat> and then they eventually get written out of it <clears throat> we get obviously him back obviously Kimberly <clears throat> and Jason <throat> come back mm. um, obviously Jason not part <clears throat> of the last one since Rocky was the red ranger at that point whereas Kimberly mm. was still pink it's nice to see both of them back uh, and then being really evil with red eyes uh, Kimberly but being kind of like a bitchy evil person and Jason yeah. being like this really Grr. monstrous evil person Grr. this one's mine like that kind of evil mm. um, so it is interesting to get them back and it is nice obviously to see Bork and Skull one last time humanoid before they get turned to chimps in a the actual Turbo series. Because there's actually an entire episode where stuff keeps getting nicked. And in the end, they end up tracking it all down to the juice bar, which is now run by the copper. Mm. Uh, and then they find like monkeys with him. But uh, you can't hear... Obviously, as an audience, you can hear them talk. But as the characters, they can't hear them. So obviously, as an audience, you know it's Balkan Skull. Whereas as... Obviously, the characters, they just are like... What are these monkeys? What are they doing? Because you can obviously actually hear them like talk and everything like. A bit like Stewie in a way in the first in Family Guy. Yeah. At the start, only audience we hear them. But then afterwards, it, people start hearing them. Mm. Yeah. A bit like that. So this is their last time as coppers, but they become monkeys. Then again, it's the last time um, their chief. Last time he's a copper before he becomes a juice bar owner. Because <laughs> obviously he takes over Ernie's. Obviously Ernie mm. was the juice bar guy from the original series. Uh, obviously he takes over his place and keeps monkeys which are actually the two people he hates most in the world who in this get turned to a German guy and a Spanish guy Mm. because they got their minds wiped and somehow mind wiped means they become German and Spanish comedy more that's clearly just for comedy Mm. there's no reasoning behind them becoming obviously 
other nationality but comedy. And it works because they both are idiots and somehow get away with stuff again. Like, oh, look up there. Everyone looks up and they manage to run away. I, I do love them as characters. They are idiots, but they're funny. Funny idiots. But yeah, obviously, the only ones mainly is main team members that come back from the last one is obviously uh, Adam and uh, Tommy. Because mm. obviously, you can't really count Rocky because he goes out of it basically at the start. <laughs> And Kimberly, she's like a side character. So they're the only two from the first one to come back, realistically. Um, which is funny because obviously Tommy and Kim are the only ones who've been in all three films. Because mm. obviously they're in the original, they're in this one, and they cameoed as random strangers in the new one. When everyone's like getting the phones out, taking pictures of the Zord, and it's dancing. That was, that was them too, yeah. Mm. That was obviously. Um, Amy Jo Johnson, who most recently directed a couple of episodes of Superman Lois. She did a few episodes of that directing. And um, obviously, uh, Jason David Frank. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to have this new series introduced as a mm. movie. So I'll give it credit. And on top of that, it doesn't heavily focus on CGI. Yes, there That's is. Don't get, wrong, don't get wrong. There's a couple of CGI scenes, and they are iffy. The lava. That's very iffy. Because obviously people are getting dangled over it and it's iffy to look at. The fire explosion. Yeah. But it's not reliant on CG as the original movie was. Because the fact behind this, literally I was reading it in the trivia on IMDb, because since this needs to be like the show, since it's Mm -hmm. the pilot for the show, they need to get everything exactly what they were doing this in that. Mm. That's why this feels like... An extended, Very episode, extended episode, rather than like its own little movie. Mm-mm. It definitely feels like because I think it's an hour forty or something, hour like thirty, mm. something like that. So it's a full-length movie. But it definitely feels like an uh, twenty-four, like five epi- like a five-part episode, um, rather than just like a movie. That's why obviously the characters were in spandex again, rather mm-hmm. than armor and the cheap plastic-looking backpacks. Because they've literally got to match the TV show. Because mm. that's probably the most budget they'd get for a backpack from the TV show. Yeah. Would be something that looks cheap and tacky like that. <clears throat> so it makes sense to why they'd have some of this. And on top of that, the Zords and the monster at the end are practically done. Or toys, basically. No, the people. Well, fighting, yeah. But when, like, when they actually combine. Oh, when they combine, it's obviously a mixture. I think some of the, the shot is... From the Car Ranger, because mm. I'd, I'd, some of the shots do look a bit different compared to yes, the actual. Like the actual. I mean, there's even there's even there's even shot of it when it like a, a bright light to transform it into something else. Yeah, I believe that their footage is from Car Ranger, so that definitely makes it feel more like the TV show, mm. which I do like. I do like that they've gone out of the way to try and capture the TV show as the movie, so they can use it as an extended pilot. Mm. I, that for me is. Like a really like a lot of effort to get it right, I, I I do like that. As I say, I do like the fact that it's more practical than digital. Mm. Uh, obviously, even your end monster, that's all. Pra- that's a practical person inside the suit, rather than two giant CGI bugs. Uh, and obviously, this one, in my opinion, looks more monstrous than them because he's like a molten lava monster, Malagor, who mm. is then dark spectering. In space, is like a giant 
space being. I think he's. I, I can't remember if he's related or not, but mm. it's been a while since I watched In Space, and I can't remember if they explained if they're related. But yeah, um, I like again that we've got a very over top villain. Obviously, yeah, it still feels nineties villains. Mm. So we got Diva Tox in this time, who obviously unlike Ivan Ooze, she gets carried into the show. Yeah. She's the main villain of in, uh, Turbo. And she's the whole reason they go into space. Because they oh. don't actually beat her in the show. Spoiler alert. They don't beat her. She she gets away. She escapes into space. <laughs> she destroys the... If I'm incorrect, she destroys the command center and flies off into space. And they nice. go, the new team go after her. And obviously just leave Justin behind on Earth. Obviously they chase her into space where they accidentally run into Andromeda. But they're saved by, you know, the new Red Ranger. Andros, who's the brother of the one who plays the sister in Supergirl. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know my shit. I fucking found all this out online. Uh, he's related to, obviously, the one who plays fucking, um... Oh, what's her name in fucking Supergirl? Oh. Kara's sister. I know A- Alex. Yes. Her real-life brother. Denver's. Uh, He's a Power Ranger. But yeah, obviously she gets away and then pretty soon the only way she gets defeated in the end is the end of In Space when all the evil is vanquished and everyone gets turned back to human. And she gets turned human? to like more humanoid, like less evil. Ah. Oh. Good. Like I mean even Lord Zed and Rita. I mean Lord Zed, you've seen what he looks like. Mm. He gets turned into a human at the end of In Space. Okay. But I do like as well with this, they get the cameo of Lord Zed and Rita. Obviously, yeah. Because Diva Tox calls him up, it's like, oh yeah, I'm not even dealing with the pair ranges, you know. Can you give me an advice? Yeah. If, if I had the way of beating him, you think I'd be sat next to this fucker here? It's just because the Lord's head of a fucking face mask on, snoring his head off, his brain off. I do find that funny, but yeah, obviously, Diva Tox is a pretty decent villain, and again, she's got this quirkiness, uh, like Ivan is, just over the topness. Mm. I don't think she's as over the top as Ivan. I think he definitely no. is a lot more over the top than he she was. He's more comical villain, like very cartoony villain. Yeah, where she's more. How would you put this? Um, she yes is comical, but she's not over the top comical. Not cartoonish. Yeah. Mm. She feels like a Power Ranger villain. Yeah. Whereas everyone felt like a, like a cartoon. Yeah. And they, they they both work in their own movies. Mm. I was because that one felt a lot of times more, especially the CGI, more cartoony. Whereas this feels more like Power Rangers. Um, Power Rangers, if it was adult made, really. Cause yeah. That costume she wears. Boobies. <laughs> very tight and dominate. Like I said, he's very dominatrix looking. But that's, that's what I mean with this as well, because obviously. They could have used any villain, like the Ubi Vibe News, threw any villain in. Mm. And in, in the main show, brought her in as the villain. But I like the fact that they introduced her into this and then slowly, obviously, convert her into the actual show. Mm. Um, the only weird thing I found with this is I don't know why uh, M2 was diving at the start anyway. It just like cuts to her in the water. It's like, hey, look, we found two two humans. Oh, they're coming towards us. Why were they going diving? Like, Booker Squad makes sense what they're doing because they're coppers. They were patrolling. It looked like they were just going diving and, like, looking at what animal, like, marine life. That's what it looked like. To be fair, though, 
like at first I didn't know that they were I thought they were just part of the actual team like I thought they had a whole mission oh because it was quite hard to keep track of the film I don't think it's that hard to keep track of it was for me that's good you I was like what's going on that's good you I don't think it's hard to keep track of um, See, I need a lot of like green light to <laughs> remember stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely entertaining, in my opinion. There's yes, there is some stuff that just slow down a bit, but I mean the whole boat sequence is quite cool. Like, the 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 turtle monsters, mm. um, the whole obviously fight at the end is pretty cool. It's obviously just in between. It is quite slow at times. Um, but it is definitely a good way to kickstart Turbo, or shift into Turbo, as I like to say. Because this is the first time as well we get to hear the theme song. That's true. Because they actually, they obviously the other one, they did like a remix of the mm. Mighty Morphin song. Mm. Whereas this, is the song that you actually get in the show. Obviously it's slightly cut into pieces to get like a, a mm. 20 second intro out of it. But it's the first time we get to hear it. Obviously the first time we get to hear it is when you see the dust cloud, you see the cars racing at the dust cloud. And they're like name dropping all their cars, and then the next one is like shifting turbo. It's like do 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 do, and obviously you get it at the end when the Zords come in together, mm. and then the end credits, uh, you get the actual full length song in, <clears throat> which I say then gets chopped up in the actual show to make a twenty second intro. But yeah, um, it's pretty cool. It's definitely a, again a thing of its time, very nineties. <clears throat> I mean. It's got like these bratty sequences. It's like it's definitely took inspiration from the eighties. Yeah. It's made in the nineties, but it's definitely got some inspiration from the eighties. Obviously, as a cratty kid, um, a lot, of, a lot of like the piratey stuff because a lot of pirate mm. stuff is like pre like nineties and post nineties, like kind of resurgence after this. <laughs> Um, and it definitely has like a monster movie feel with some mm. of its choices for monsters. Yeah. Um, it's like the, the turtle monsters and the... They look kind of mm. like Spinosaurus. They, they, like, they have that, the, the same kind of Spinosaurus. They remind me of like, the bad guys from the OG Turtles movies. In the second one, they have two mutants and one's like a snapping turtle. <laughs> and it definitely gives me vibes to that. Mm. Um... And as I said, then you got the big villain at the end, this lava molten monster. So it's definitely got this like old school monster movie feel to it, as well as obviously just taking some of the Karate Kid vibes. Which then again, a, a lot of the old Power Rangers were martial arts. Yeah, I think especially because like stuff like karate. But uh, the, whole very, do, the whole do the whole do the whole dojo may, makes mm. it feel a bit more Karate Kid than the actual I mean, show. I think because at that time, like karate and stuff that was very big. So. I will say, just like the last one, which I didn't mention in that one, mm. if you like, when you if you say you like compared like these movies to an episode, it does look a lot better visually mm. in terms of obviously how it's looked, like how it's filmed, because obviously they probably had better cameras to film these than they would have mm. with the actual shows. And more sets. More sets, yeah, exactly, because there is a lot more sets rather than like reused ones over and over again. Because this one as well is you get a different command center to what we got in the last one. Yes, okay, that was its own universe, but you get a different command center in general. But it's more of a... Yeah, it's in the same sort of building type <laughs> place, but it's much bigger. I mean, they've got walls with the suits on. Mm. Um, 
and there's lo- obviously the keep the cars down. It's like his own garage down there. It's like there's a lot more to this command center than before. And I think they do keep the same command center design in the show, mm. which would make sense for continuing to. Um, but obviously, this is also the last time we get to see this version of Alpha and Zordon because both of them go out a bit in place of obviously, uh, as I was saying to you, the female character, which I can't remember her name on top of my head, and like a different version of Alpha, mm. who's like, he's not, he's less, hey, yeah, yeah, more like, hey, what's it going on? Hey, I'm my war, bro. What's. Feels feels a lot more like that. Um, I mean, this is the last time we really get to see Zordo until in space. I think obviously you get to see him in like the first few episodes of mm. the main show, and then he goes out a bit, and then he comes back into space, and then dies. Ooh. By the hands of the Red Ranger. Which one? There's loads. The one who is the brother of her, Supergirl. Ah. He has to destroy him to save the world and cure everyone of evil. And yet somehow, evil still exists afterwards. <laughs> oh, I've destroyed all evil. Two years later, there's evil again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a sign of its time. And mm. I wouldn't say there's as cheesy of dialogue as the last one. Yes, it's still cheesy dialogue, but I don't think it's heavily as cheesy as before. Yeah, I think the cheese is more like the villain side. Yeah. Less the characters, because mm. the characters are trying to actually be serious here. Mm. Whereas in the other one, like, they were like spurting some dialogue, and it's just like, okay. Whereas this, yeah, the spurting dialogue, but it's not as bad. Mm. Obviously, you got the cheese dialogue, uh, Justin, obviously, mm. like going shiving me timbers now on top of the yeah. shit, but that's He's a, kid. a kid, so you can let that slide. It's not cheesy dialogue, as how a kid would probably react in this yes. situation. Being a little shit making comics, comments for fucking time. But uh, they like as well this one. Again, this is the shots that are used within the actual show. Mm. The morphing sequence is what they would eventually do. Still use within the, the TV show. Mm. So I do like the fact that they use that. And I do like that you get to see obviously how Justin actually works. Obviously, when he, t- he suit comes on, but then he grows. Mm. Obviously, then the helmets all form around him. Obviously, the helmet's very CG when it's uh, forming. Obviously, but it's got it's got to make that obviously. Combining because it's not like a normal helmet coming on, it's obviously pieces like fitting together, mm. so it's kind of got to do that. So it's going to take a lot of digital effects to do that. Yeah. But as I say, it's, it's not as bad as <laughs> the ooze, that horrible purple blob. Yep, but still, I think, I think it's still <clears throat> pretty on par with the last mm. one, personally. I don't think it's any better, and I don't think it's any worse. I think they're both really the same. Yeah. Obviously, both have positives and both have negatives, and both can treat you right. Obviously, this feels drawn out because there's less fighting, whereas the one felt bad because there was too much CGI. Yeah. That was terrible. So they both have their own downfalls, which the other one mm. then obviously fixes. The first one has more fighting, whereas this one has less CGI. So it like sort of very even, whereas obviously you look at the Ben Ten ones, they weren't because they were different tonages, completely different tones, completely different feeling. So that's why they yeah the one was better than the other one. One has amazing aliens, but only two. Whereas the one has quite a lot of aliens, but the 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 quality of them were more 
So it feels Rush. like they've definitely tried to improve on aspects of the first one, but yes. the pros they've taken away over things yes. that made the first one pretty they've cool. Done practical, which was good, but they they got the pacing quite bad, I think, and it was it, it they did feel like it was dragging on. Because there's a lot of moments where it does just slow down because they've had moments. Yeah. They've obviously they've got to have the plots with Kimberly and Jason to try and drag it out, mm. and that does drag it. On for a bit, because obviously you got these like, multiple different groups of people trying to deal with different stuff. Obviously, you got the villains, mm. you got the heroes, and you got obviously they say Jason and Kimberly as well. So you got three different like plot points trying to combine into one. Whereas that does make it feel like it's dragged a bit at times. Mm. So I will say that I do it, I do agree. It does feel like it's dragged, but that's because of the less action. Yeah. Whereas the first one has the more action, so it doesn't feel like it's dragged. It feels like it's flowing very nicely down the way whereas this doesn't it's like flows too much bigger waves mm. but as I said I just, I just think they're pretty much level pegging they just came through each other yeah that's what I was thinking out really mm. so I'm trying to think of anything else it's a good basic I everything mate I mean, what's your, what's your thoughts on uh, the kid being a ranger? I mean, it's... Different. Different. It's a very interesting gimmick because, obviously, like we say, it's... Kids can sort of get behind it. It's, he's basically an insert character. That's what I meant. That's he's basically the audience. Yeah. The so, audience that's it. me! Mm. <clears throat> it's someone that kids can go, I can be just like him. I can dress just like him and be like him before he becomes bigger. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's works probably work, probably work really well for marketing. Oh, probably yeah, absolutely. Mm. You can sort of like push him a lot more. Yeah. Front and centre, and be like, "Hey, you can beat this kid." It's like how Ben Ten. It's a ten-year-old kid with alien powers and shit. Kids like eating that shit up. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we were those kids. What's up in the middle? Um, okay then. You think of anything else? That we covered everything. The practicals, less CG, characters are still the same. Mm. Um, I'm Matrix Yeah. Music still is. Power Rangers. Yeah. It's more, it's less movie Pop It's more like a normal TV yeah. type show music. Guitar riffs and yeah, power and we get you know the karate scene at the end mm. where they're competing very quickly for the top, uh, for the money. Well, now since Rocky can't do it, Jason's in there, and yeah, they win. Whoa, won a big check, and we freeze frame on the kid with the trophy because that's you. Yeah. yeah, I think it would be funny if they made the kid. Replaced Rocky in the fight scenes as well. It's a bigger door. This little kid getting fucked over by this kid. I mean, he completely kicks the shit out of the fucking yeah. turtle creatures. I mean, the first mm. scene is like, "Hey guys," there's no other reason speaking really quiet. And Adam was was like, "What's going on?" And all you see is him going, "Yeah," and just boots in in the face like a spinky. It's like, how the fuck did you learn that shit? I'm a ranger now, but I've got fight. Yeah, but he's still very inexperienced by the fact that when yeah. they were like, let's morph, and they're like, ha! And he's just like, the other side, he's like, oh yeah, shit! <laughs> or oh, it's the other way around. One of them. But yeah, um, that covers everything there. Yeah. 
Okay, well, um, get to the ratings. I mean, if I've said that, it's pretty much on par. I mean, I've got to stick with a 6.9 out of 10. Yes. I mean, I don't think it's any worse than that. I mean, this is worse rated online than that one. Mm. Um, I think it's just because there's nostalgia behind the first one. And it feels that's why mm. it's the original team. Obviously, it's a movie version of it. It's not anything related to the show. And yeah. it feels very 90s. And um, whereas this, obviously, it's just an, like, it's multiple just episodes. An extended episode. It's just like four or five episodes whacked into one big movie. So I think that's maybe why it got worsely mm. reviewed. But I don't think it's any worse than the last one. So for me, literally, I feel like a 6.9 level pegging easily. It's definitely one I remember again growing up with over the years. I agree. Exactly, exactly the same. Six. Six. Again, because like I said, it's the. If the whole like the pacing and how that it drags definitely brings it down, but the practical and the less practical CGI brings it up, brings it back so to the like same. The exact same. Yeah, because if you start off at the same score you gave it last time, and then you look at the pacing, you're like, oh, it's dropping it to say like in the fives, and then you look at it and, get, and those less CG and more practical, it's like, okay, now it's back to where it was. Yeah, exactly the same for six. Oh, I better check what the score. Oh no, I know, I know what it is off my heart. Yeah. Uh, well, that gives uh, Turbo a Parangers movie mm-hmm. the Chat Cave overall rating of six point five out of ten. Exactly. It's six point four five, but you rendered up to six point five. We remember from last time. I know it's obviously the the new movies like so higher compared to these. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember what I gave it, but I can't remember the overall of it. But obviously, I feel I think it's just the fact that that's more mature. This is more nineties. Mm. This is definitely made for fans of these specific series. Yes. Whereas mm. that's made for just people that grew up with the shows. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I'll get it right in the right way this time. Cool. Uh, Chatter Cave MVP. Okay. I, I, again, I feel like the villain. I feel like Diva Talks definitely. Yeah. Is like a very interesting villain to watch, and it definitely makes. If you'd never seen the Turbo series and you know she's in mm. it, it definitely make me as a, a viewer make me go, you know, I want to see the show just to see how much of the same mm. she is and what other antics she gets up to. I mean, she kills her freaking nephew by throwing a, a pet at him and throwing him into a lava, and ends like, oh, I'm going to get a new pet. <laughs> And at the end, she runs by going, I want my mommy. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like Diva Talks definitely is like the MVP of this movie. Uh, runner up. Hmm. Hmm. Well, the characters are basically the same as they are in the yeah. last one. And none of them heavily stood out. I was the only one to stand there really is just in this for the fact that he's mm-hmm. new and he's a little kid. He's a quid. Um. Hmm. I see Cat. She's new into this movie compared to the last one. Yeah. Um. I mean, he's the main character. Again. He's just the same as he was in the last one. Exactly. Um. So we we just did the same we did last time. It's level pegging. Remember the villain was the MVP. We went, we went runners up last time. Yeah. We use them again. There's no you one else are... that really stands out. If you want. Another comic relief again. 
I mean, for some reason he's fighting over mustard with a, a hot dog that doesn't exist in a bun, then exists in a bun. Exactly, can't relate. So I feel like runners up, we'll just give it to Bulk and Skull again. Who go from being very stupid ass cops to very stupid ass random, no longer English people. American. German and friggin' Spanish for nowhere to reason. Mexican, depends. Yeah, it's got that very senor. Yeah. Like a Puss in Boots style. Mm. He, he definitely feels Puss in Boots, whereas he just feels like sort of stereotypical. They basically both feel stereotypical to what they're trying to be. Yeah. Which is very 90s. Stereotypical. Gosh. 90s. Casual racism. But yeah, they only two that stand there. I mean, for some reason, they get really white hair afterwards. And it's the bit on the beach where they're watching Kimberly get abducted and like, could we help her? Or should we just relax on the beach? Yeah, the turn around and all of them behind him is like, uh-oh. So yeah, let's just give it to Balkan score. There's no one else that really stands there realistically. Um, okay, then favourite moments. Um, hmm, there's a few moments that I, I do like. Um... I'll give it to the first fight when they're morphed as Turbo Rangers. When they when they're first obviously rushing and obviously mm. are fighting and they get the, the weapons out, obviously the uh, turbo sword and whatnot. So I def I think that it was it's either that, the boat scene or the end Megazord fight, but I feel like the first time mm. you get to see them as Turbo Rangers in combat definitely is a moment that makes me go, Oh cool, that's pretty cool. Mm. I'll say the boat, because honestly, I think the turbo design looks shit. But that's you. I like, I like the boat scene. I mean, the, the outfits. Yeah, and the weapons. Look goofy as hell, I don't like them. You expect it's a kid's show? I don't know, but it's. Nah. And I think the Omniverse makes... watch looks goofy and f stupid. You're weird, so. And so are you. But uh, the, the boat scene looks good. Because you can see Tommy, like. Very horror. The kid, come on. Justin. That's the one. Yeah. He starts off like he's gonna be horror-y, and then he's just like them kicking the shit out of them and abusing them. And like the one bit when Tommy goes boo and the freaking shits himself. <laughs> yeah, so he goes from like it's scary off, like, to comedy. Be a horror. Yeah. Scary to action to comedy. Mm. Whereas one I've chose kind of has it all wedged into one as well. Because you've got the action of the fight, and you've got the comedy of, uh, friggin' the, <gasps> and then you've also got the horror of the monster coming out the lava. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay, it's an interesting thing I want to say. Um, do you think it's, do you think any other series going forward would be an interesting approach to have, like, a, obviously it doesn't have to, like, be stupidly dragged out as some of these moments, but, like, would it be interesting to have like a, the pilot be a movie, mm. like and you wouldn't need a sequel. Yeah, you'd have the TV show. Like it's already lined up the TV show. Just do a big movie to introduce your character, mm. and then go from there. Like they could, like the new one that could have been the start, and then the Tommy bit could have been the TV show. That could be cool. Yeah, so I, was, I was thinking that I was like, it'd be very interesting if they did like a, another show. Like for example. My standout would be like, say, like Lost Galaxy. Mm. Like, its first like introduction to the world was for a movie before then going into the TV yeah. realm, what like, this has done. 
which I find interesting. I do find that quite a cool way of getting this across. Mm. Yeah. Okay, then. Um, I think that basically covers everything, then. Um, any questions in the comments below? And If you think uh, I should attempt something like this again, a movie, then into the TV show, put your thoughts on that. That's that sort of idea in the comments below. Um, yeah, so that's it for the Chaco podcast. Uh, next week, we're starting essentially a Carpenter theme month. Uh, John Carpenter, the director. Not like Carpentry. Isn't John Carpenter isn't the guy that, that goes to Mars? That's, that's, John, that's John Carpenter. Oh. Oh. It's a theme. He's not directed it. We're not going to cover it. We're literally only covering two films he's ever directed in. Okay. Two of the films he's directed. The rest of them are directed by other people, but he's like a producer. And obviously, it's based on things he's done. So obviously, next week, we'll be covering... A lot of these are right named the same. The first like four we're doing, it's the first, in the blocks of two, they're each the exact same name. We're going to be covering the 2011 The Thing movie, the prequel to the classic... Uh, John Carpenter flick from the 80s. Um, obviously, the more modernised take on it, but yeah, mm. it's set before the 80s version. It's got good and bad. Special mm. effects being bad. But, you know, obviously continuing perfectly into the original. Good. Uh, so yeah, we're going to cover that uh, next week, and that, you can probably guess what we'd follow up that with. Uh, and then we have yes. uh, a no, the original. You kind of looked at that, and I no, that that's coming soon. So that's after. The, that's after after. after. That's, that's what I thought. You that's meant. after the after when we do a a block of them because of the a new one coming out. So yeah, obviously we'll cover that next week. So um, we hope you enjoyed uh our last. I wouldn't really say family friendly one, family friendly movie review because mm. we're not family friendly. <laughs> We're not. Because I said fuck. Film. Again, fuck. <laughs> and we pay attention to the boobs of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed. Yeah. And we will catch you hopefully next time. If not, for any of the videos we do. Um, you know, you could also always check out, obviously, the podcast last week, if you haven't. And mm-hmm. you can always check out the podcast from last year when we did Power Rangers. Yeah. Don't think I've covered anything else Power Rangers since then. <laughs> no, I haven't. Just those. No. You can check out any of them. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.